0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Day 56 of Future Teens of Medicine. It's Clut here, and today we are going to be talking about the subconscious mind. Before we begin, I wanted to thank, once again, our Week 12 Member of the Week, Yumna Rohana, for her collaboration on today's presentation, and some of that material we will be discussing in today's podcast. So, as always, we are going to start off with a bit of a background. Um And, in regard to the subconscious mind, we have learned a lot from the famous Austrian psychologist Sigmund Freud, and he says that the mind can be divided into the three following levels, which are the conscious, subconscious slash preconscious, and unconscious levels. So, the conscious level defines all thoughts and actions within our awareness, the subconscious or preconscious level is concerned with the part of the mind which is not fully aware but influences the actions and feelings of someone and the unconscious mind which is a reservoir of feelings thoughts urges and memories that are outside of our conscious awareness and so the unconscious contains contents that are unacceptable or unpleasant such as feelings of pain anxiety or conflict Freud also pioneered the concept of the levels of our subconscious, which are id, ego, and superego. And also, some of these can actually apply to unconscious um, and preconscious. So first off, we are going to talk about id, which is our impulsive and bad actions or decisions. um, And that's what influences our id. And the best way to describe this is as if you've seen on TV or any cartoon where someone's trying to make a decision and they have an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other shoulder urging them to do the good thing or the bad thing. And so it can be described as the devil um, urging you to follow your impulses and do whatever it is you want, regardless of what the consequences might be. Id is also more on the unconscious level than the subconscious, however it's influenced by both super ego however is the opposite of ig. and so our super ego is our moral instincts and they tell us to do what is entirely right all of the time so what is absolutely right what is the best level of right and so super ego is the angel on the other side of our shoulder using that same analogy so it is absolutely your impulses and urges whereas super ego is what you should be doing your moral compass And ego is the balance between the two. So id and superego are both at the extreme where ego is moderation. It's the in-between. And it allows us to indulge ourselves in some of our urges from id while um, not giving in to every impulsive thought and still using those aspects from the superego. And so that is the balance between the angel and the devil. Freudian Psychology also talks about um, how unresolved childhood conflicts can influence our unconscious mind, and he says that if we have childhood trauma or, again, that unresolved conflict, it will actually influence how we think in the present. And so, for example, if as a kid someone were to fall off a horse, they might continue to have a fear of horses throughout their life because that conflict was unresolved and um, any type of psychologist that practices psychoanalytical, psychodynamic, Freudian psychology would try to resolve that conflict in order to resolve the fear. We also can differentiate between the conscious subconscious and unconscious mind, and how some examples on how you can do this is the conscious mind is you might be feeling thirsty at this moment and decide to get a drink, and so you are aware that you are feeling thirsty, you are aware that you are having that thought. For subconscious, we kind of get skilled in ways that we stop thinking um, about what to do and what pedals to press or which mirror to look at, yet we're always aware of what we've done once we think about it. So this could be, for example, driving home. You know how to get there. You don't really have to think about it, but you still know you're doing it. Um, and the unconscious would be For example, being mad at your mom or some like memories from your childhood and also things that you're unaware of. So again, uh, in terms of those childhood conflict and trauma, you might be unaware that that's actually what's causing your fear or phobia or whatever it might be in the present. So how exactly does the subconscious mind work? Neuroscience has shown that most of our decisions, actions, emotions, and behavior depend on the 95% of brain activity that lies beyond conscious awareness, meaning that 95% and maybe as much as 99% of your life comes from the programming in your subconscious mind. This part performs functions that are located mainly in specific parts of the brain, such as the cerebellum. And again, it's important to also check out the presentation because we've included some great images and visuals. One thing that is possible is to train the subconscious mind. And before we talk about that, I just wanted to point out that we do oftentimes experience irrational emotions or fears in certain situations. So for example, being scared of the dark, even if you know you're safe. Um, And it can also be good. So trusting someone without knowing why you trust that person or without being given a reason to trust that person. And that expands to a lot of different aspects of our life. So the reason that this happens and we have those pathways is because we've constantly reinforced messages to our subconscious minds about what to be afraid of who to trust and what you might be insecure or defensive about but there are some exercises that you can use to train your subconscious mind and for example one method includes moving to a quiet place where you won't be disturbed then fixing your eyes on a point in the ceiling and taking three deep breaths or more, Um, taking seven deep breaths after that, each time imagining yourself sinking deeper into the bed and feeling heavier and more grounded. And once you've reached complete relaxation, visualizing your perfect day. And what this does is it helps your subconscious mind reinforce those ideals, these ideas of your ideal self, even if you don't realize what's happening. And so in the future, when you're having these thought processes that take place in your subconscious mind, you are aware and working towards your ideal self. Another technique that is intertwined with the subconscious mind is hypnosis, which is also referred to as hypnotherapy or hypnotic suggestion, and it's a translate state in which you have heightened focus and concentration. It's done with the help of a specialized therapist by using verbal repetition and mental images, and it can be used in the treatment of a number of conditions, which might include um, intense or severe pain, depression, anxiety, phobias, stress, and so many more, which you can see on today's presentation. So that is it for today's lesson on the subconscious spine. Again, please do check out the presentation for some visuals and some helpful videos that I've attached at the end, which describe things including id, ego, and superego as well as more details on psychoanalytic and Freudian psychology and just the subconscious mind as a whole. And again, thank you to our Week 12 member of the week for her collaboration. And we will see you guys for Week 13 of Future Teens of Medicine.